Welcome to Amplify, the Revolution Her podcast, dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and amplifying women's voices globally. Our community is a powerful collective of women who are ready to live the lives they always dreamed they would. Together, our strength as a collective of inspiring, ambitious women is truly unstoppable. I'm Maria Locker, founder and CEO of Revolution Her. And I'm your co-host, Grace Moores, founding partner of Revolution Her. And today we're talking about happiness and health with breathing techniques with Marie Bodine. Marie is a level two certified Wim Hof method instructor, a Spartan athlete, and a passionate advocate for mental wellness. She's committed to delivering anxious, stressed out people, incredible focus, unshakable inner peace, and deep self-love. My goodness, I think that's a little bit of everything we could all use. Please help (laughs) us welcome Marie Bodine. Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? I'm so excited to be here. It's great to see you again. (laughs) And you too. Oh, so we have lots to talk about today because we got to hang out with you and do some really cool stuff that we're going to talk about today. So (laughs) uh, for all our listeners out there, um, you might have connected with Marie at our summit a little while back. We played a beautiful meditation uh, video at our live summit in Toronto with the Fairmont and Marie did such a fantastic job for that. So we are going to get to that a little bit later. But first, we want to share um, that we're going to be discussing all about breath sessions and how breathing can really affect your life in such a different way than than you may or may not realize. Now, Grace and I, we were lucky enough to sit with you and do a live session. And we did some cold work too. So I'd love if you could share what the Wim Hof method is for any of our listeners, if this is new to them, and what a breath session involves. Yes, that and that was such a fun time that we spent together. So let's roll it back. So I'll invite anyone also who wants to, I have an instructor page, obviously. So if you go to, if you just put Marie Bodine and Wim Hof in the, in the search bar, you'll find my instructor page, but you can also find the main page, wimhoffmethod.com. You'll be able to go down to the bottom of that page and find a whole bunch of science. And what really got me hooked on this method was the science. Now, I like feeling good as much as anybody, but if I have a study that kind of helps me understand what's really going on inside my body, there's two things then that happens. I get a little bit more insight as to what the point or the purpose or the goal would be. And also, secondly, it gives me more meaning. And I think a lot of people now really are looking for meaning more than ever before. Why exercise? What's the the goal? What's the point? When we go inside the body, we understand what the results can be. And that allows us to understand or attach more meaning to that action. We can talk a little bit about motivation, but I like to use the word meaning because, again, I consider, and many other people do, these breath practices like exercise. So we're starting to to, to train people that have mobility challenges or even quadriplegic um, clients th- these practices so that they can still access cardiovascular benefits instead of running, instead of walking, if there's a limitation there. So we're seeing now, and how do we measure that? We measure that in the blood, and we can also see with cardiac output how that's happening, and in the brain too. So Mm. um, yeah, I mean, when I started reading the science, I was like, oh, snap, I can't look away now. I have to learn this. (laughs) I know, it's incredible. And that was a real eye-opener for me when we were talking about that when we were together, was how how that this is considered a form of exercise and how it really is, has that cardio element that a lot of people maybe necessarily couldn't reach beforehand. So it, it's really fascinating. Sorry, I interrupted you. I just, I love that part. hundred <laughs> percent. And I agree too, because, um, you, you know, like when we're looking at pre, uh, pre-workouts, we know that these breath practices can bring more oxygen and start to change. And we can talk more about that later because, you know, we did some we did some cold immersion yeah. and the breathing beforehand, not only does it help recalibrate the entire adrenal system in the body, because let's face it, we're all stressed now uh, over something, whether it's something in our head that we're anticipating tomorrow or whether it's something really 
really for real pressing like a bill that's due in two days that we're not sure if we can, you know, pull off and manage. And I've been there many times and, and the body sees that as something real that needs to be managed. And so what happens is the body will start to downregulate the immune system. Well, I don't really want that. So if I'm stressed over something and I'm not regulating my own moods or my own thought process, then what I'm doing without realizing it is I'm actually changing my immunity when I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And these breath practices help really give us our control or our autonomy. I love that word, our freedom back. I could use the word control, but I'd rather use the word freedom. I like to have more freedom in my life, maybe not necessarily control because that might make my world a little bit smaller, but freedom for sure. And the breathing gets me there. So before we even talk about that, I want the listeners to really understand, and I'm not really sure if we even talked about it that day, happiness has a breath pattern in your body. And so, cool. does, and so does sadness. And so does anger. And so when we have these certain patterns, laughing is a, has its own pattern, screaming and yelling has its own breath pattern. And so when we move our body in those ways, it's the system's ingredient list like when we put a when we have an item on the the menu, well, laughing is an in- ingredient list on the menu of our body to make certain chemicals. And That's so, so cool. sadness is too. That that respiratory pattern will create corresponding chemicals in the system. And so when we're stressed all the time, we may not even realize that we're breathing from the upper quadrant of our body, our shoulder, our neck, our collarbone, which is completely the opposite of what we were born and designed to do. And so how do I know that? Well, we all look at babies and we know that they breathe with their whole body, starting with their diaphragm. And we were supposed to continue that pattern. But of course, then we got a C in school and then we got broken up with, and then we got fired from that job. Well, I did a whole bunch of times. I got fired lots of times. It was a very enriching process (laughs) in my life. (laughs) Fired so many times. You know what that means? I was just choosing the wrong jobs. Mm-hmm. So then our, our pattern changes and that really starts to introduce those fear chemicals without us consciously realizing it. But we know that that's happening because we can measure all that in the blood now. So that's the, the one, the good thing in science. So we can take blood now and go, oh, there's all the stress because it's measured mm-hmm. with cortisol and adrenaline and other things. And then when we take a look at the anti-inflammatory blood markers, I know I'm throwing a big mouthful of of information here. But when we look at the blood, we can see all that now. Whereas 30 or 40 years ago, the question is, well, how do you feel? And if we're stressed all the time and that feels normal, the answer is, well, I feel fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When we're really not fine, because now we can take a peek inside the body and and find that out. So it's a very, very exciting time in, um, in health and in history. And I just love that, you know, what we're going to talk about today is something that anyone can actually access, you know, you're, you're built with your body, you think you know how to, you know, breathe in and out and you're good, right? But anyone can kind of retrain themselves to breathe in a certain way that will actually benefit them further. And I I love that because if you're not getting your blood work done, and you're not sure what's going on, at least you can try to have a little bit more of that I was going to say control, but I, I like that freedom to to at least explore opportunities. And this is a really, I like Grace and I were profoundly calm. And like, I remember saying to you like, wow, this was, this was a big thing in just such a short time. It made a huge impact. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably, um, can you go over what, what the, our breath session involved so that our listeners have an idea of what we did and then maybe we can talk about um how we felt during and after the the experience yeah oh by the way i'm going to talk about two different my two favorite patterns because different breath patterns do different things and and there's many many different styles of practices so you know there's dozens and there's also umbrella terms so you may have heard of conscious connected breath uh, hypoxic holds, which is what the Wim Hof method is basically centered around. Mark Devine, who's one of my favorite people, who's a former Navy SEAL that teaches 
many people, including Navy SEALs, to get calm and focus through box breathing. Um, I'll, let's break it down a little bit. So for me, my fa- one of my favorite, favorite patterns is box breathing. Why? Because any person with any health condition, any age, we can even modify it for for children, stressed kids, or just people that want to focus and do better on tests and exams. It's really the the, the point to start is just to learn that you have a diaphragm. It's mm-hmm. below your chest. It's a muscle and an organ. And it's the main, I'll call it, you know, pump or mechanism that really should help your lungs inflate not your shoulders. So when we start to really understand what diaphragmatic breathing is, if you're a musician, you probably know what that is because you're blowing into things and you need to understand how those mechanics work to actually play that instrument effectively. Then we can start inserting patterns into the diaphragmatic breath pattern. So if you just put your hand, we probably talked about this before. If you put your hand, one hand on your chest or one hand on your belly, or maybe both hands on your waist, just below your ribs, and you take a slow nose inhale, the idea really is to try and connect to that part of your body below your chest that expands first, because we do want to take a breath with the lower half of our body first, and then have the upper half start to inflate. Great. Many, many, many meditation teachers that I hear about now omit this part. So we're not even remembering now that we need to draw the breath in from a a place that's not from the upper part of our body. Okay, cool. So that we know that. We know now that we can start incorporating the diaphragm through breathing all day, every day if we want to. Box breath pattern would be a slow diaphragmatic inhale in through the nose to the count of four. We hold it for four We exhale gently, gently, gently out the mouth for four, and we hold it for four. So what's the point? The point really is to slow down the cycles of breath, because we usually have about 20 to 25 shallow ones at any given time, Mm. a minute. What we're really doing is starting to create more inflation and slower. And what that does is it sends information to the body, like we talked about before, And it tends to recalibrate the conversation between the brain, the heart, and the enteric system, which is your digestive system, through that really big nerve in your system, the biggest one called the vagus nerve, which is responsible for regulating a lot of things in your body. So your nervous system really is responsible for initiating all kinds of things. Thinking is one of them. electrical system we run on electricity and if you want to roll that back even further i could say that we you know run on light but that's another podcast for another conversation (laughs) right so we've got box breathing we know that gets us to calm we can teach kids to even modify it called smell the hot chocolate or smell the flowers Mm, i like that super fun super easy and then again that just slows the breathing down Cool. I can do that anytime just to feel good and just to get a clear head mm-hmm. stress or just lower the stress level. So hypoxic breathing is completely different. What we're doing is creating a very stressful event through a hold. So what we all did together was we breathed in through the mouth because we want to get more oxygen in 30 to 40 breaths. And at the last one, we take a huge breath in again through the diaphragm mostly, and then exhale without forcing anything. We want to have this be really fun. We like to talk about guidelines, but not hard and fast rules because everyone has a different physiology. Yeah. Everyone Mm -hmm. has a different way of holding their breath uh, with capacity and everyone has a different stress tolerance. We want to make it easy. So then when we close the mouth, we've exhaled a lot of CO2, which is really the tripping mechanism to take that inhale. So once we fall into that hold, and you felt it, a whole bunch of things happen inside the body. Yeah. We get a little bit lightheaded. Sometimes we get tingly. There's a whole lot of you know science and explanation that goes behind that. But what we're really doing is taking you through an entire blood roller coaster trip. And it's super fun. So what happens? The brain, the thinking part, the prefrontal cortex kind of takes a nap. And then we're really using other parts of the brain. We're lighting up everything. Oxygen is going everywhere. And then the oxygen in the blood goes down a little bit. The body thinks, oh, something's changing and wrong. We kind of need to reset. You got that air hunger. You felt that. 
And then after a little while, when you really felt like you needed to take a breath, you took a big breath in and then got this huge shot in your body of feeling really good, almost like a drug. You mm-hmm. felt good. Well, that was dopamine. So that's kind of fun too. We're making our own happy chemicals. And so we do that a few times and it resets the entire hormonal system. You can digest better. You're more creative. And in my case, I'm able to go to the dentist to manage a four-hour dental appointment because mm-hmm. I'm now recalibrated and my head is clear. And now I can function better. My workouts will be better. My sleep will be better. Those tough conversations will run more smoothly. I have less judgment of myself and others. And by the way, if we're going to go do something stressful, like, oh, I don't know, get into like a cold shower, then we've already put to sleep those pain receptors. So everything feels different and we feel more empowered. I want to feel more empowered, but guess what? We can now measure that. Um, uh, what, what am I looking for? I'm looking for the words anti-inflammatory. I've changed the anti-inflammatory blood markers and I've lowered the, the inflammatory blood markers. We've already measured that too. So that's super cool. It's super cool. Like there's really no downside to this except for it just takes a little bit of time. So once you sit yourself down and you get there, uh, you feel really good after. So that's a beautiful mm-hmm. explanation of the basic breath um, pattern. And that's and that, one of my other favorite ones too. It was, so I think after we did that, I said to you, Marie, I just need you to record your voice and I'll make it my wake up <laughs> call every morning because I think the biggest struggle, I mean, it, it's clear. Like when we did exactly what you said, the first one was very calming. We started out with the box breathing. And then when we went into that second with the hold, um, like you said, it was that shock of like, wow, I feel amazing. Why wouldn't I keep doing that? Like, I'm going to be honest. It was very simple with you, mm. but I haven't. I've done it a couple of times since. I haven't. And yeah. I want to. So like, how can someone you know, start to implement these breathing techniques, especially knowing all the benefits that come from it. What is some of the easier ways we can start to look at that for anyone who's listening? You know, it would be very difficult, Maria, for you to convince me that you couldn't spend four minutes to do one round. Oh, I'm sure I can. It's the creating that habit to start doing that. Right. So I'm kind of playing around with you a little bit here because we did more than, you know, one round. Yeah. We did like, I think we did. Three, yeah, we did three. Yeah, of we, them. we did more. We did maybe yeah. even did like four, maybe or so. I can't really. Yeah. Remember. But I think, you know, this is remember how I talked about earlier in the in the talk where we talked about meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you knew that you could actually improve your immunity without buying a pill or eating a food. Would you be open to looking at that? Well, I would. Sure. Mm-hmm. I know that you would too. Yeah. So this is just something new and a little bit unknown. Like I'm going to make a kind of a joke here. 1840s, someone talked about the concept of hand washing. It was really slow to catch on. <laughs> like it took a while and some people still don't do it. So <laughs> true. true. So yeah. true. <laughs> you know, we no, have to look at these things point. and say, listen, like, does this matter to you that you're happy? Does it, are you interested in actually having a life with less drama, less illness, less conflict? Sometimes it's not so cool to have a life that's calm where things are going great. Like, what do you talk about? Everything's (laughs) great. Oh, well, like (laughs) there's a certain group of people that don't really want things to go well. And, and then, you know, how does that change your relationships with your friends and even yourself when everything seems to be going wrong? So it's just a question of repatterning. Mm -hmm. And it's just a question of understanding the gravity of how huge and free this is like air is free. You could do this anytime. And honestly, the whole point of me creating like that video that we did that we showed at the Fairmont and then thank you. Thank you. The website with all these recordings now that I put on is so that people could come to a place where we could convene together so that I can lead you be led through a time. Like that's why we go to movies because we want to be led to feel good. We want to go someplace and go on a journey. Well, we do the same thing in these classes. So you know what? Sure. It's not the same when I do it um, at home for myself too. I love being led when I go to to classes. I, I don't go on the same 
breath trip. Like it's different all the time, but Mm. I think it's just a question of really getting clear that, and you spoke about this in another podcast, Maria, you're a certain age now and you're wondering what's going to happen in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Well, wouldn't it be fun to know that you had a huge say in how that was going to play out? And if you really, really knew that you had full autonomy on, on, 90% of how that was going to work, wouldn't you want to take one small step today? Because we have goals that seem so huge, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I've got this five or 10 year goal. It's like, you know, I really made a decision that my goals are going to be 60 minutes ahead in the future. Oh, what am I I going to do in the next hour so that my future is going to be super good? And so for me now, that's how I can look at this practice and not have it be so overwhelming because it's fun to feel good for most yeah. people just take some practice <laughs> so if i get you people. to sit down for sure it's it's going to happen we can make it work okay yeah i think for me like I, I mean you know some of the listeners that that have been around for a long time may know like you know i've had different health issues and so for anyone out there who's also kind of you almost start to lose that hope that there is even something. And this seems so simple. So it almost seems like, come on, like, where's, where's the trick? Like, it shouldn't be this simple to feel that good. And it, I experienced it. It was really quite astounding. So yeah, I'm on board. I'm always on board. Yeah. It was a very enlightening experience. And so when we did the, when we did the, the sets of, of breath work that, that you led, it actually took a while for me. It wasn't really until the third one to actually understand the whole process and get it right. Because, you, you know, we do have these set patterns of the way that we breathe. And you talked about exhaling when we let out that last breath before. But for a lot of us, when we are preparing ourselves to hold our breaths, we're jumping in water or we're jumping in something. So we're taking a big breath to hold that breath. Whereas you had us exhaling that breath before we, when we held it. So it was, it took a while for my mind actually just to get round and and understand the breathing patterns that you were, because they were so different from what I'm normally used to. But when then, when I finally did it correctly on that last time, the sense of enlightenment and peace and it was just, it was just incredible. Like I never felt that way just from breathing. It was, it was amazing. (laughs) It was very, very enlightening. Like I'd never experienced anything like that before. Um, That's why I think like what you've created with the, with your inner peace portal, I think that could be just incredible for so many people. So we will be featuring that. We'll make sure people can get access. Um, But I, I just think, you know, for someone like me, I know I need kind of the handhold. Like I, I would just have you in my back pocket all the time and just say, yeah. okay, Marie, I'm ready to do a, a a breathing exercise until I felt confident enough to just do it on my own. So I love that you've been able to kind of give those options. Now I want to talk about the cold that we did because that was crazy too. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little <laughs> bit about that. That was huge. And I, I will, I'm going to drop a bomb on everyone here. Not only both of you beautiful, powerful women, but the, the people listening to like feeling good is your default setting. So <laughs> when you both went into that place with me, when we were breathing and we felt good after you're actually supposed to feel like that. And no, isn't that crazy? Don't. Yeah. We- yeah. And it's, it's, it's That's- incredible how we forget, how we right. forget how to breathe. And then, um, you know, like I, I've, I've done some breathing work like in the past, just, just really things like to help me to, to calm down, to um, help me sleep at night, help me to stop the panic, the, you know, spiraling out of control. Sometimes I do these breathing techniques, like the box breathing that you mentioned. Um, but I find when I don't do them, it's very hard to concentrate on that breathing. And so we forget, we forget how to breathe. We forget that we should be in these <laughs> states in the first place. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very yeah, interesting. We just, I just need you to just 
just be on my app. Like I need an app. I need a Marie. <laughs> app. I think that's what I need. <laughs> it's on your phone. We've got it on your phone. Like this just happened like four weeks ago. We all now, like I actually pulled it up on my phone. I was going out of town to do a, an event kind of like what we did together. And I was, mm -hmm. I was in tears because I had planned, I had dreamed about this two or three years ago to actually have something where people could pull out on their phones and just get to calm and just yeah. meditate or just do a breath session. And I was like, I really wanted this and I want it for me. So, you know, if I want it, I know a lot of other people want it. So listen, we'll, we'll yeah. take care of that. So here's what happens with the cold. Okay. So now we already know that, you know, breathing does change the blood. Great. We now know that uh, certain breath patterns change the relationship between the brain and the heart and the digestive system. And now we know we can recalibrate the adrenals. Great. We know that. Now we know that we can change the immunity just with breath patterns. Yes, it sounds easy because it is great. <laughs> <laughs> so when we start incorporating cold now, what I didn't say about the breath holds and even breathing exercises, we have for the simplicity of the conversation today, I will just make it super easy. Your veins, all of them, all however many hundreds of thousands of you know, miles in your body or kilometers, depending on what country you're listening in all have contractile tissue, just like your digestive system. You have smooth muscle fibers in your veins. Many people don't know that, but your veins open and close probably know that maybe. Um, but cold water does help contract and so does the breathing. So we're exercising those muscle fibers, breathing and cold is like weights for your veins. That's fun. We're getting those tissues stronger by opening and closing them. So we know that through some of the media now, we understand that cardiovascular exercise um, is good for your body. And we know that cardiovascular diseases or metabolic diseases take out mm, roughly about 18 million people every year. So mm. now that we're exercising th that system, and we're creating more vascular elasticity, which is something that you've heard the opposite of hardening of the arteries. That's kind of like a, a slang term, but you know, vascular inelasticity is responsible for many, many, many ailments. So now we're able to start to exercise that part of our body. The cold is loud. I call it a very loud feeling. That's a it's good, loud. yeah. It's loud. Some people love the cold. I don't really love the cold. I still struggle after five years. I still struggle, but it just gets more familiar. It doesn't get easier for me. It just gets more familiar and my body can get into that groove more quickly. So that's a bit of a relief. It's still a struggle. It's supposed to be. We're wired to be a cold avoidant, fire yeah, yeah. avoidant, obviously, you know, volcano and earthquake and, you know, dangerous things avoidant. And our body is hardwired to understand that ice water is dangerous. So what mm -hmm. we're doing with the breathing is we're overriding that natural system so that we can spend a very, very short amount of time in that water because we're looking for a very short amount of stress. Acute short stress makes the body stronger. It's called hormesis. I think the challenge that we're all having, all three of us and everyone else listening in society is that low grade, constant, not never ending stress is what mm -hmm. gets people sick. So the more that we get those really short bouts, like a, a weightlifting session or a HIIT training session or a cardio session or a very short cold shower or a very short ice bath, because I love talking about minimum effective dose is going to get us stronger long-term and change the DNA in the body, change how the blood works, change how our brain works and makes us happier. And so, yes, it's simple. The parameter is a little bit more complicated because the science, can, you know, we can go really deep or we can go really shallow with the science. But I think I really just want people to know that to learn how to regulate their breathing and to get into a little bit of cold water. Now, what we did was just hand, we did mm -hmm. hand immersion and holy smokes, that was that's big for a lot of people. I want I want to hear now that it's been a little bit of a while. Like I want you uh, tell me a little bit about how you felt before, during, and and after that experience. Well, before so I, I'm going to jump in here. So before I was um, I tried to when I was pregnant and we were in our prenatal classes. I was told by 
the the woman that was doing that labor was like like to to get a sense of the pain that you'll experience in labor she was like hold ice in your hands and the longer you can hold the ice in your hands will prepare you for dealing with with labor pains and so that was something that I tried and I couldn't hold the ice in my hands and so when we were doing this experiment or this exercise I I wasn't particularly looking forward to it I didn't think that it would be something I could do <laughs> because I was thinking of the labor of the, of the labor pains and but also when I tried to do it years and years ago when you know in preparation for having my children it was I found it very very difficult I couldn't it wasn't something that I found easy but then actually doing it with you it I was amazed at how how we were able to do it. It wasn't, it wasn't always easy, but you kept us so focused on our mm-hmm. breath. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I, think, uh, I can't believe that we did it. We held it for, a, a, for as long as we did. It was a few minutes, right? Like could, probably so, five. Yeah. yeah, probably about yeah. five minutes. So imagine like Marie, you had already taken us through like the calming breathing exercises. You guided us through the whole way, but we were sitting there, Grace and I, and we each had to have this bucket of ice near us. And I remember for me anyway, I was like, okay, this, this shouldn't be too bad, right? Like I am not a cold person either. <laughs> um, and I think after about the first minute, you didn't tell us you didn't like count down or anything, which I think was actually really helpful. Like yeah. in terms of just one more minute, keep pushing, like yeah, nothing like no, that. You just no. guided us through. And I remember about, it felt in my head, like about a minute had gone by. And then it just went from that loud coldness to like a deep red burning. And my head was like, this is weird. What is happening? <laughs> this is weird. I should be taking my hand out. Why am I not taking my hand out? Yeah. Um, so it, it like messes with your mind a little bit. It did yeah. for me anyway, but it was but very empowered. It was the breathing and it was the stra- distraction of listening to you and that calming. And, um, that when we took our hands out, there was, the, the, there was this red pulsing energy just going through our hands that I remember you a feeling and I'm talking about the fact that my hands feel so hot after taking them out. And you said, put them on your, your face and because they are cold and they, but it's that energy. I don't know what it was going through them, but they were cold to touch on my face, but the pulsing energy that was going through them and they felt so hot afterwards was it's just, it was very exhilarating. I think yeah. that's, I think there's for so me, many, it was empowering. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. And there's so many places with, with this that we could go here. But here's something that I want to just focus on. Grace, in that moment, rewrote her history yeah. with that mm-hmm. experience. And how many years you know, was that story true until now we have a new story? And this is why we do these things. Because there's many people that come to these workshops or these events or these sessions that have a story. 99 percent of the time is disempowering. Now we're able to rewrite the story about how we perceive who, who we are in the world and what our capabilities are. By the way, like lying in snow, that's that burns. Like that's really hard. It's always going to be hard. Like I mentioned before, it just gets a little bit easier with practice, but we want to be very careful. We talked about just listening to the body. Your body will tell you when you've had enough. That loud feeling, your veins are opening and closing and doing all kinds of things. And you know, when I, when you mentioned that I don't tell you how much, how to, like, I never tell anyone to stay in. You could have taken yeah. your hands out at any time, but, <laughs> but you, but you stayed in. And the thing is, is that if I give you a countdown, well, you know, does a tragedy in your life ever give you a countdown to when it's over? So no. true. Yeah. No, you never know. So what we're doing then, then is we're breathing through that very stressful moment, not trying to get away, not trying to check out not trying to distract. We're fully there. We're fully in the present moment and we're dealing with it. What's that mm-hmm. going to do for you over and over and over again in your life? You're going to be able to lift that moment and say, well, if I can breathe through this, or if I can breathe through a hand immersion, or if I can breathe through um, uh, a hypoxic hold, which is also stressful for many, many people, but when we get back down, or if I can do a full body ice bath, well, then I've just changed my perception about myself. So you know, what other story have I been feeding myself that 
that isn't true. Let me look at that. I've had people leave jobs, relationships. They've changed their their boundaries. I had a woman say a year ago, I was in the hospital for an eating disorder. Today, I'm in front of other strangers in a bathing suit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know, I that wasn't part of the yeah the, the teaching criteria. And so people take away all of the, their own different things. Like many, many, many things happen in these moments. But the cool thing is, if you distill it down, we're we're really starting to realize our own power, and then we're actioning it. We're actioning our own power. So. Even if, Maria, you didn't do it yet again for a little while, it's still in your body. It's still in mm-hmm. your head. You have an example of where you there was something where for sure the day before you didn't think, like, would you really oh. want to or you could you could do it. <laughs> and then today's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I can. And that's what we want. We want to create that space. And when we do the breathing practices also, we really pull some of that trust. We're taking we're taking a completely different approach with how the brain is functioning. And we're almost going into that nighttime trust that we have to have every time we fall asleep. We're pulling it out of um, you know, these sessions and we're showing you what this is what full trust feels like. Hmm. But you're sleeping when you're really experiencing that. So now you can actually have a little bit of a sample and an experience of that when you're awake. Well, that's fun. That's it, that's empowering. Yes. That gives us some comfort. We don't have to get a prescription. We don't have to get a dealer and we can make it ourselves. Well, that's kind of cool because there's a lot of people that are teaching these breathing ex- experiences with other, you know, plant medicines and, and all those things. So so I, I don't do that for, for one reason. I want people to know that they can make these chemicals themselves. They don't have to constantly reach outside of their body to feel good. They can stay in the present moment, feel safe and and free or in control so they can then lift these experiences and then go to work or go you know out on a date or go live their life and feel like they have more uh peace where they mm-hmm. have you know the stories just fall away after a certain point because if you do this enough you're like damn i really think i need to rethink a, you know what i think about myself cuz I've just been talking a lot of bullshit about myself. That isn't true. And I really now need to come clean and get honest with myself. To be honest, everyone, you know, I lie to myself more than I lie to anybody else because (laughs) I'm being fed a lot of disempowering stories too. And through this practice, I've really had to drop a lot of that story. So, you know, in, in your own time. So we can always work with people to gently invite them to sit down because sitting down is the hardest. Once you sit down, I mean, the rest is kind of, it just falls, falls together. We just have to take that time because we're so busy all the time and know that this is going to be a huge benefit to everything else that, that we do in the day. Mm -hmm. So if there's someone listening right now and is thinking, you know, I really want to start implementing more focused breathing techniques into my life. Where would you say is the best place to start and, you know, to build a practice? I love that. So people that don't generally have a breath or meditation practice, I would say to just consider, like, first of all, let's, let's look at what's going wrong and then see where you would like to improve your life. Because if you're, if you're constantly chasing solutions and not really going inward, then there's an invitation to really just stop. Just mm-hmm. to take, as soon as your eyes open in the morning, be grateful for five or 10 things that are going on, even before you start the story of all the, you know, I have to do this, or I have to do that, or I'm going to be late for this. Just appreciate yourself. You get one more day, eyes are open, like it's a win. <laughs> it's yeah. a win. Because a million people every morning don't get that opportunity. We do, so we get to open our eyes. Great. So I'm going to take stock of all the things that are going right. Then I'm going to run to the washroom. Maybe I'll come back and I'm going to sit down and get connected to my body. My body is the only thing that's going to get me from here to there. That's going to get me to my job. That's going to get me to to, to anything that I want to do. So it's my home. It's my house. It's my vehicle. I want to make sure it's up and running and I want to connect to my best friend, my body. So I'm going to get my system breathed properly because I just want to regulate that part of my system and my brain because that's what that's how it, it it works. So I'm going to have a little bit of a breath practice. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to say thanks for the morning. Then I'm going to focus all my attention on anything else 
whether it's you or other people or a client online, then I can start giving because I've started from a really beautiful place. It's almost like I've just given myself a shower on the inside. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. And and being, it's funny, we we featured an author last year that her whole premise was being able to kind of put the mask on yourself first, right? Because you're just, you wake up and you just go and you're doing everything for everybody else. But if you can wake up and do something for you first, um, it's a, it's a hard thing to, it's not something I do. Like, I, I mean, it's not something a lot of women do. So it's a hard thing to kind of wrap your head around, but I love that you've seemed so simple and it should be. And I love that you've mentioned that. That's a, that's a good way to start. Thanks, Marie. Yeah, there's so many positives and so many things that it can help you with. That's the great thing about it is that it's yeah. it can help with pain management. It can help with like calming the body down. It can help with, you know, boosting your immunity. Like it just helps in, in all everything. It has a positive in so many different things. And I think that's the that was the fascinating thing, like having our hands in that submerged in the cold water and ice, you realize that you can get through so many different things. Like it's, it can help yeah. us. Yeah. That was the, that's the empowering bit, right? Yeah. Like you can actually do it. What I'd, I'd really love to do Marie, if you're open to it, cause we're, we're coming up to some time, but I'd love if we can give you a couple rapid fire questions. And then would you be willing to close out our podcast today with a, a breathing, maybe a box breathing exercise for our listeners? Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So let's dive into some rapid fire um, because, you know, I for me anyways, it's been so thrilling to get to know you and and you're inspiring. Like if I can do even a fraction of what you're doing, I, I think it would be really good. <laughs> so um, let's start with our first question. And again, just first thing that comes to your mind, easy peasy questions. Okay. What is one tradition that you love that has been passed down to you? Oh, my grandparents used to sing me happy birthday over the phone on my birthday. And mm-hmm. I still do that to my friends with my friends. I sing them happy birthday. I even just send them messages like it's and they, they love it. It's great. So happy birthday songs are a must. Okay. Yeah, I love, I love that. that. <laughs> okay. I know you're quite sporty. So if you were an Olympian, what sort of what sport would you be competing in? Uh, well, I was in. I took diving and swimming lessons, but and I was uh I was really big into ballet when I was a kid, but you know, I'm, I'm fascinated with, uh, I'm fascinated with uh, fencing. Oh yeah. Have you ever, have you, you ever can't tried see it? Their, you can't see their faces. <laughs> and there's a lot of, sk- there's a lot of skills. So you never really know what's going on. You just have to kind That's of fill in the true. blank. Right? Oh my gosh. I've never thought about that before. Mm-hmm. There's no facial yeah. expressions to respond to. Yeah, I see. I like that. And mm-hmm. then you've never tried it. No. Mm, maybe a bucket list, something. <laughs> <laughs> the long bucket list now. <laughs> okay, next question. So All good. right. So when was the last time you did something for the first time? Oh, I try to do this. Oh, okay. So yes. So during the lockdown, I was very angry about the lockdown. So in response to me being so angry, I wrote random love letters and I gave them to strangers on the street. Oh, that was a first. That That is, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're up, Grace. Okay. Um, Freaky answers, eh? Yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) What TV show gives you all the feels? Uh, I used to watch Family Feud when I was a kid. And that's really weird because it was mostly funny, but some of the answers were really confusing. Now, I love Steve Harvey, okay? Yeah. He's one of my fa- he's one of my favorite people now in in TV land, but I don't watch television that much, but if I am going to watch television, it has to be, you know, uplifting because I'm not uh 
like there's enough violence in the world like i don't want to watch violent television so it's you have to have a like an appreciation a surprise and and laughing yeah i'll still say family feud just for now (laughs) my kids love watching that too and we used to watch it religiously my sister and i when we were younger as well um like crossword but different yeah oh i love all those games (laughs) all of them (laughs) all right um, what's the worst piece of advice you've ever been given? Um, okay. This, we can't say anything X-rated. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, worst, well, I, I don't, you forget to have to bleep it out. I can't tell it to you after. Okay. The worst piece of advice is, oh, everything in moderation. Total nonsense. Like cocaine in moderation. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> get real next question all right this is our last one grace make it a good one okay when was the last time you got in trouble uh i guess i'm not trying hard enough Um, (laughs) that's one thing that i haven't been in my life never been arrested in my life so that's good well sure i guess but it's still a learning experience trouble 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 um I say inappropriate things sometimes. So when I did a, a corporate event, uh, I was swearing a lot. And yeah, they're like, oh, that's, you know, and I'm like, well, I was like that before. You should have, you should have figured that out when you saw me live. So listen, <laughs> I'm a good person with a bad mouth. Sometimes we get the idea. We just want to keep it real. Hey, it slipped out, but you know, it was a, it was a good, it was a good event. And I, I stood by my, I stood by my guns and, uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, we didn't burn any bridges. It all worked out. But yeah, it, it was kind of a moment. It was a moment. It's okay. You've, it's right. you've been great. I, so I'm terrible I'm so far. Really we've kept it very today. clean. Yeah, no, I was trying. <laughs> did a great I really job. had to try. Oh, <laughs> uh, so fun. All right. So, I mean, we've talked so much about the benefits of breathing and just the ways that you can bring this into your life. We've gotten to know a little bit about you, Marie, as a person, which is really fun too. Um and somehow we the time has just flown by. So before we close everything, if you are up to it, let's explore a breathing session and we'll close out the rest of the episode. Does that sound good? Cool. Yes. So here's what I'm going to suggest everyone, because we're just going to teach you a little bit of a box breathing session. You want to just notice where you're sitting and notice the surface that's touching your body where you're sitting. If you want, I can invite you to close your eyes too, because there's nothing to see here. We're just going inward. Let's get more connected with feeling, because feeling is the language of the body. And what we want to really put on the shelf right now is the words, the mind chatter, the desire to control and lead, and the desire to, to need to know. So we're just going to pause all that. We don't need to know what the outcome is. We're safe and we're in control. And we're feeling more free by the second. So let's just feel where we are in space. And as we drop down and put the mind a little bit on pause and let some of the words and the thoughts dissolve into thin air and connect to the beating of our heart. If you can't feel the beating of your heart, you can put your hand on your chest and maybe one hand on your belly just to really get connected to the rest of who you are, the language of the body is feeling. Beautiful, beautiful information. And as we slowly inhale through the nose, feel the belly expand or feel the navel pushing against your hand. And then slowly out the mouth. Then take a bigger inhale, expanding the belly, holding at the top, Exhaling out the mouth and just letting the air fall. And then closing the lips and pausing just for a couple of seconds at the bottom. Inhaling again at the top, breathing in some more peace, holding it there. Exhale, let it go. And then feeling more peaceful while you hold at the bottom. Calling in more love through your breath into your heart. Here we go. Breathe it in. Hold that love in your body. 
And there's so much love. We're going to exhale it out the mouth into the world. And holding your breath at the bottom. And let's take two more. Inhale more confidence. Fill your body. Permeating all the cells. Hold that confidence in your body. Exhale that confidence so that the world feels you too. And pause at the bottom. And now let's inhale. Inhale for the last time. Global love and harmony. Hold that love and harmony intention for you and the world into your body. Send it back out into the world with an exhale. And then pause for four in gratitude and thanks. And that's all it takes to give yourself a few minutes to reset your entire system. Five minutes will work. Up to 20 minutes if you have more time. But even this changes your chemistry. Feel it, right? Do you feel it, Grace? Yeah. See, now I just want to go. and Yeah, I'm good now (laughs) for the rest of the day. Beautiful. I'll be texting you tomorrow (laughs) so that we can do the same thing together. And I invite anyone... Anyone that's struggling, anyone that's indulging too much, anyone that wants to learn how to feel better in their body, jump over to Inner Peace Portal. Check out the introduction page. You can That beautiful video that we did, Maria and Grace, that we played, it's right there on the free page. So if you uh-huh. miss that event, you can check that video out so that you can breathe and, and reset and get a little bit more grounded. And then for people that are ready to get together with me once a month where we do a breath practice and then have access to even more videos, the membership portal is there. We meet once a month and there's automatic videos. So Marie, if you want to listen to my voice, if you love it, <laughs> I do. <laughs> 24-7, there's something to go to sleep with. There's something to energize and wake up with. We're adding new uh, yeah, videos and audios every month. And I'm just so, so excited. It's a brand new community. And I'm inviting everyone in this community too to also jump on there so that we can really start to blow off that stress. Ah, uh, Okay, that. we're ready. Thank you yeah. so much, Marie. Honestly, um, just the amount of knowledge and information and expertise you packed into this episode is just amazing. So thank you so much for joining us. And for everyone who's been listening, if this episode inspired you and you feel like there's another woman or five women in your life who could use um, the expertise that Marie shared today, please feel free to go and share this podcast episode, rate and review. We love getting your comments and feedback. And of course, um, we live to support and empower women's voices. So we will be back again with another episode doing what we love to do. And until then, we hope everyone enjoys the rest of their day. Thank you so much for being here. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.